Good morning. Today is Monday, December 14, 2020. The reason for the menorah on Hanukkah is in two parts. One part of it is the miracle of the oil. There was only enough oil available for one day. A miracle occurred. It lasted for eight days. But there is a second part that underlies that that's actually more significant because what happened at Hanukkah was a rededication of the earlier lighting that took place every day by the Kohen Gadol, the high priest, in the Beit HaMikdash, in the Holy Temple in Jerusalem. And before that, originally done by Aharon HaKohen, Aaron, the first high priest, in the Mishkan, the sanctuary that was built by the Jewish people just under a year after leaving Egypt while they were traveling through the desert. So that was done every day. And that was halted when the Assyrian Greeks and assimilated Jews put up idols in the Beit HaMikdash, the holy temple in Jerusalem, and it was not used to serve Hashem for about three years. And then with the rededication of Hanukkah, the divine presence, Hashra's Hashchina, was again resting amongst the Jewish people. And the light of the menorah was the visual expression of God's presence resting on the Jewish people again after this absence of about three years. So that the miracle of Hanukkah, of allowing the oil that was only enough for one day, but it actually lasted eight days, but even much more importantly, it attested to the fact that God's presence again dwelled in the Beit HaMikdash and among the Jewish people. The original mitzvah of lighting the menorah is commanded by God to Aharon in the beginning of the parsha of Baha'u'llah, and it has the following commandment. Hashem says to Aharon, Baha'u'llah esaneros, when you light the menorah, this is how you should do it every day in the Mishkan, later in the Beit HaMikdash. Again, it was interrupted, restored by the Hashmonoyim at the time of Hanukkah. God accepted that restoration and showed that his presence again rested on the Jewish people through the miracle of a small amount of oil lasting for eight days. But let's think about the origin. The Torah tells us about the first time the menorah was originally lit by Aharon, commanded by Moshe. And the Torah says as follows. We're actually going to read this this coming Friday on the eighth day of Hanukkah. The Torah says, Hashem says, command Aharon, who was the first Kohen Gadol, the first high priest. Hashem says, Baha'aloscha esaneros. You should have the mitzvah when you light the lights of the menorah. This is how you should do it. So again, that's the original mitzvah for the Kohen Gadol to light the menorah. It was interrupted. It was reestablished by the Hashmonayim. And Hashem accepted that reestablishment. And that's why lighting the menorah is so significant for Hanukkah. 
But let's go back to the original mitzvah just for a moment. Because I've always had a question, and I believe now that I have an, an, I have an answer to this question. The original mitzvah says as follows. God commands, Aharon, when you light the lights of the menorah in the Mishkan and later in the base of Mikdash. The word Baha'aloscha is a very unusual word. For example, it doesn't say what we say on Hanukkah, Lahadlik, to light a light. It doesn't say to create a flame. Baha'aloscha means when you lift up. When you lift up the light. It's a very strange expression. It's a very strange way to say lighting a flame, lifting it up. In what sense are you lifting something up when you light a flame? So Rashi says, Al Shem Shahalav Ola. The phrase means you cause the flame to rise. What does that mean? Says Rashi. Shetzarich Lahadlik. You have to light the wick. Remember, we're talking about a wick with oil in the original menorah, and some of us even today in the Hanukkah menorah. You have to light the wick until the flame rises by itself. That's why it says when you raise, when you lift up the, the light, when you light the wick so that the flame rises by itself. Okay. That's what Rashi says to explain this unusual phrase of lighting the menorah. I always had the following question. How else do you light a flame? If you put a fire to a wick, if you don't keep it there until the wick is burning by itself, you, you haven't lit it. As soon as you remove your flame, it's going to go out. The only way to light a flame, to light a wick, is to light it until the wick is raising its own flame by itself. There's no other way to do it. What's the point of what Rashi says? So, I have an answer. I'd like to share it with you as follows. It goes like this. Rashi asks a different question. We'll start with a different question. We have the dedication of the Mishkan, and every day during Hanukkah we read one of these portions, where the, um, each tribe brought gifts to dedicate the Mishkan, the new sanctuary, about a year after the Jewish people left, the, left Egypt, while they were in the, Midbar, in the desert. So um, they brought uh, sacrifices, and they brought wagons to carry the objects, and they brought utensils to use to serve God. And each tribe, the head of the tribe, would bring an offering. Each day, a different head of a tribe would bring an offering. Immediately after that, God commands Aaron to light the menorah. Rashi asks the question, why are the two narratives next to each other? They were not next to each other in terms of when they were commanded. Why is the narrative of the, the Nisim, the princes of the tribe, right next to, followed by, Aharon being commanded in lighting the menorah. Rashi says, 
because Aharon felt bad. Aharon was a high priest, but he was not one of the heads of the tribe. Aharon felt bad that the heads of the tribes all brought gifts to sanctify and dedicate this new Mishkan, this new place of serving God, and he, Aharon, did not have any part in it. So he felt bad. He felt left out. So God said to him, Aaron, don't feel left out. You will have the mitzvah to light the menorah. The Kohen Gadol has the mitzvah to light the menorah. You will have a special mitzvah in this sanctuary. Okay, that's what Rashi says. Let me ask you two questions. Number one, seems a little petty. <laughs> you gave a bigger thing to him. I didn't get thing. I was left out. What am I going to get? The heads of the tribes? What? It doesn't sound like Aharon that we know of, who is so humble, who was always giving honor to his brother Moshe, who was younger than him. Why does Aharon care about what privilege he's being given? It doesn't seem to fit in. It seems rather petty. And number two, this question is asked by the Ramban, Nachmanides. The Kohen Gadol, the high priest, did a lot more than just like the menorah. He offered sacrifices. On Yom Kippur, he was the only one to go into the Kodesh HaKadoshim, the Holy of Holies. There were many special rituals that only the Kohen Gadol, only Aharon was able to do. Why was Aharon consoled with the fact that he was able to light the menorah and not the fact that he was able to go into the Holy of Holies on Yom Kippur, for example? So the Ramban says, what Aharon was compensated in quotation marks for with lighting the menorah, it doesn't mean when Aharon lit the menorah in the time of the Beis Amigdash. It means later in history, his descendants, the Hashmonayim, who were Kohanim, they were descendants of Aharon. They re-established the Hanukkah menorah lighting every year for Hanukkah. That's the answer the Ramban gives. But how is that answer any better than the first answer? Because, number one, it's not even in the Beis Amigdash. It's in people's homes. And number two, it's not even done by Kohanim. If Aaron felt left out that he didn't get a role in the dedication, what does it help to say to him, oh, the entire Jewish people is going to light a, will light a menorah later on. That's not giving any privilege to Aaron. How does that answer the question? How does that make Aaron feel better? Lighting the menorah was the role of the Kohen Gadol, the high priest, every day in the Beit HaMikdash. It was done by one person in one place every day. Now, I referred to this last Thursday night. With the advent of Hanukkah, lighting the menorah becomes the role of every Jew for the eight days of Hanukkah. During the eight days of Hanukkah, every single Jew who lights a menorah becomes like the Kohen Gadol. And our home, where we light it, becomes like the Beit HaMikdash. And the lit flames of our menorah testify 
as a visual representation of the hashras hashchina, that God's presence rests within the Jewish people, in our homes. Our homes are transformed into the temple. Aharon was not being petty. On the contrary, you can strive to be the Kohen Gadol, the high priest, serving in the Beit HaMikdash, the holy temple in Jerusalem. Or, you can strive to help everyone be like the Kohen Gadol in the Beit HaMikdash. That's what Aharon wanted. What made Aharon feel better what made Aaron feel that he was contributing to the overall success of the Jewish people is not that he himself attained some high honor and had the right to do some very important role before God. He was comforted and he felt gratified when God said to him that every Jew will be able through you will be able to reach your level and will be able to cause my presence, God's presence, to descend upon them wherever they are, not just here and not just you. That's what it means. Until Aharon, you will light up every single Jew until they themselves are lit, until they themselves rise in stature and in holiness. Let's remember the connection between the word Hanukkah and the word Chinuch, which means education, because this is the primary underlying principle of educating children, anyone. You don't want children or a student, any student, just to receive the information that you have. You want them to be able to understand it themselves. You want to light them up so that they have the ability to then share that with someone else. When we light the menorah, we need to spend a few minutes concentrating on what it means for each of us to become a Kohen Gadol and for each of our homes to be a Beit HaMikdash and at the same time strive to always help others not just receive from us but to be able to rise on their own in holiness coming closer to God. My friends, I want to wish you a great day, a very happy Hanukkah. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.